Hi, you're listening to An Open Dialogue. I'm Violet Howe. And I'm Todra Kendall. And this week we are talking about Thanksgiving, one of my very favorite holidays. Mine too. Why is it your favorite holiday? Like, why do you really Um, like Thanksgiving? I liked Thanksgiving from the time I was a little girl because for me it was kickoff of Christmas. But, 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 I have always been somebody who likes the anticipation of Christmas better than the day itself. Like I was the kid who loved Advent. I loved the fact that we were anticipating it. But once it actually came, I always was like, okay, it's here. And then I, I was in severe depression for the week after I was I yeah, was because once kid, it comes yeah. then it's gone yeah and like as long was... as it, as long as you're anticipating it's kind of like a vacation too as long yeah. as you're in anticipating yes. it it's still to come right but then once exactly. it gets here it's gone yeah and I was always a big um I, I loved the the things that we did leading up to Christmas my family for my family Christmas was this huge blowout like gift family food holiday and and we didn't do like my parents didn't get much for us in between the holidays that's just how they were birthdays and christmas were when we got stuff and so it, for me i would always build christmas up as this big thing so thanksgiving was like wow it's still a month away there's a, yeah but but i loved just the whole family aspect of it too it was always a big it was always a big deal for that so when i was growing up it was kind of like a big family deal. I have mm-hmm. um, my mother, and my father both have very large families um, who live in the you know in the same small town, and so Thanksgiving was definitely a huge family holiday. You know, to get together and <clears throat> everybody would get together and eat, and then the men would watch sports and the women would wash dishes for what seemed like hours. And, um, <laughs> you know, but it was a time to spend with your cousins and kind mm-hmm. of have fun and and um, you know play cards or, or you know play outside or do different things, and so. Um, the only thing I did not like about Thanksgiving growing up was, um, my birthday being on November 27th often falls either on the Thanksgiving holiday or like the day before or the day after and kind of gets lost in the shuffle. And that was always something that I being a self-centered child who loves my birthday still to this day, um, hated that my birthday got lost in the shuffle. Like I wanted I wanted all the attention (laughs) for my birthday. (laughs) And my grandmother was always really good about she, my grandmother bakes me a coconut cake for my birthday. Even to this day, if I go home, my grandmother bakes me a coconut cake. Although we went home in January, completely unrelated to my birthday. And um, the coconut cake was sitting there and I was like, oh, you made me a coconut cake. And she's like, I have to confess, I was busy. I bought it at the store. (laughs) (laughs) But growing up, I always, even on the Thanksgiving spread, my coconut cake would be sitting there. And, um, and that was like the nod to my birthday. Otherwise, my mother would always tell me like there was already enough food. They really didn't have to do anything. And and that's, you know, it's hard. And and being somebody who's the mother of two birthdays right around Thanksgiving. Yes, because Haley's was yesterday and Kate's will be um, on the day before Thanksgiving. And, and I've always been very conscious of that um, fact. But for my kids um, growing up, Thanksgiving, uh, because my nephew's birthday uh, this year is on Thanksgiving. And so for, for my kids growing up, birthday cake was inextricably <laughs> wrapped up in Thanksgiving because we always had leftover birthday cake. Um, so it was actually funny because my oldest daughter's uh, baby shower is this Sunday and we were talking about cake and they decided to do um, a, a cupcakes put in the shape of a moon 
because Aww. that's her, her theme is, is moon and stars. Yeah. And we decided cupcakes because we said we don't want one more cake that we have to figure out where we're going to put in the midst of birthdays and Thanksgiving and everything. So I was like, oh, good thinking. Good thinking, yeah. people. We can send cupcakes home with people. <laughs> um, that's easy to take home in small serving size. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, no, it's, I, I, I understand what you're, what you're saying. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's definitely something that is tough if you have kids or if your actual day is is among in there but probably not quite as bad as christmas i'm thinking maybe. oh i definitely think not i, yeah. I definitely no. i i i i bow any grievance that i have <laughs> at the feet of people whose birthday is on christmas or christmas eve or the day yeah. after like i know um my friend jackie uh her birthday is is right there and and i and i do think that that's hard i think it's hard for families to, yes. to make yes. that a separate thing for the yeah. child. And I think it's hard for the child. So Yes, I think it is too. I think, I think if my birthday was on Christmas, I would just ask to celebrate it on July 25th. <laughs> well, you know, we, we do celebrate half birthdays and, in my family. Oh, and I so join your family. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, um, and, and if you're really good to Haley, she's Haley's the one who makes the calendar every year. And if you're really oh. good to her, she'll put your half birthday on the calendar. Now, this last year, hers was the only one that made it to the calendar. <laughs> and whenever somebody said, well, today, I think today's my half birthday, she'd say, it's not on the calendar. It's not on the calendar. So, it yeah. so anyway. <laughs> Uh, what was your what What's your favorite tradition? What is your favorite longtime tradition? With probably the food. Yeah, you know, like I think Thanksgiving has always been one of my favorite meals, and we've discussed before in a podcast that that mm -hmm. growing up. Um, my family was of the opinion that I was a picky eater. Once, you know, once I left home, I discovered that I was not a picky eater. I just don't like Southern cooking. And Thanksgiving happened to be a meal that I liked everything on the table. Mm. And uh, I grew up in one of those families that you had to eat everything, whether you liked it or not. And, mm. um, and so that was a meal that I, I liked everything. I loved turkey. I loved dressing. I loved um, the, you know, sweet potato casserole. I loved the, you know, everything, everything on the table. And so that was a really good meal for me because there was nothing that I hated that I didn't want to eat. Right. Now, in my family, um, growing up, I don't necessarily, I mean, we, we had the traditional Thanksgiving foods, but. Well, let's talk about that because yes, you grew up in the North I did. and I grew up in the South and I think our yes. traditional foods are different. So what is right. your traditional growing up, not okay. the one with your family now, what was your traditional well, Thanksgiving meal? The traditional one, it's very close to that. Um, we always had turkey, which was made in the oven and um, and stuffed, and the stuffing was a um, a chestnut stuffing. And oh, that sounds nice. Yes, and um, growing up, I was my I was. I was always aware of the chestnuts because they were only available a certain time of year. My mother would like obsess over buying the chestnuts, and then you had to boil them ahead of time. Now. I was not involved in the cooking of the meal until, um, you know, I was out on my own. So the the first year that I was on my own wasn't the first year I was married. The first year I was married, I lived in Virginia. But the second year I was married, I was pregnant, very pregnant, and um, lived in Hawaii. So clearly was not going to be bop over to the East Coast for Thanksgiving. So my right. mother sent me a typewritten letter, which I have to this day and pull out every week of Thanksgiving so that I can, even though I could do this by heart now, I follow right. the instructions. And she talks in there about boiling the chestnuts and whatever. And so I 
you know, my little pregnant self went to the, the commissary and found chestnuts and boiled them. It is a horrific job to peel <laughs> chestnuts, okay? It is like, first of all, you have to, you boil them and then you have to cool them, but they're boiling water sticks in the insides. There's a lot of crevices. So, and then your fingers, that the peel is so sharp that it, it just, I mean, I would go into Thanksgiving every year for probably about 12 years with like cut up fingers from, from wow. doing the chestnuts, but we did it. Well, then I guess when I was, I'd been married probably about 10 years, my mother said, you know what? I've decided to switch to cashews for our stuffing. So and now you know why. Yeah. And <laughs> cashews are wonderful and I enjoy them. So, so we have switched to that, but um, so yeah, it would be stuffing in the bird. And then you would also have some out of the bird for those who preferred it out of the bird um, because stuffing in the bird, if you do not know, is very moist yes. and, and very, you know, but stuffing out of the bird gets this nice little crisp crust on it. So we had both yes. and then mashed potatoes and gravy and um, uh, corn and peas and um, breads of different kinds. Um, I don't necessarily, I think I'm trying to think, and I think that growing up, my mother bought like Pepperidge Farm rolls, finger rolls. I have a feeling because my mom was um, a good cook, but did not, but but did not necessarily. She was not necessarily a breads baker. Um, and I and I I kind of and pickles and olives and and that kind of thing. I can remember all of that. I sweet potatoes too, um, because that came from my my southern grandmother. My, my Virginia right. grandmother, uh, sweet potatoes were there. Um, I don't necessarily remember anything else. And I don't know that they were that uh, cranberry sauce, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Out of the can, out of the can. They yes. did not make their own. Now, yes. now, having said that, in my personal family, Thanksgiving is a menu that um, is chiseled into stone. And if there are any changes suggested, they must go to committee. And I am not even joking about this. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> changes must go to committee. They must be made in writing within a certain amount of time. There must be debate and there must be a unanimous answer. And um, one year, I think it was like four years ago, my oldest daughter, who's been married seven and a half years, uh, said to me privately, I would like to add succotash to the Thanksgiving menu. And I said, well take it up with the committee, you know, of which <laughs> I'm I, not going to be responsible yeah. for that. So the night before, she, she decided that she was just going to do it. and Spring so the, it on them. Spring it on them. And the night before Thanksgiving, our tradition as a family and has been for a number of years has been that we go to dinner and then we go to a movie, all of us. And again, that has to go to committee as well. There, there's a big process over it. Probably in about July, they start talking about what movie is going to be our Thanksgiving movie. So we were at dinner the night before at our, at our uh, Japanese hibachi restaurant. And I mentioned something to Devin about, well, do you have all the stuff for the succotash? And Kate, my third daughter, her head whips around and she says, what? Suck a what? And Devin's giving me the you know, ixnay, ixnay sign, and I'm trying to think of what rhymes with succotash that I can pretend that I just said. <laughs> or what sounds remotely like succotash right. that you could say. Were you suddenly and, doing Sylvester the Cat impressions? Oh, I was, succotash. and it was, it was a big, it was a big, um, it was a big deal. 
Um, and we've had other stories like that. Haley one year added chocolate chips to one of the pies. Oh my goodness, we st that's still talked about as the year of the chocolate chips. No, we don't <laughs> do that. Um, last year, we ended up having a lot of um, guests. We had ministry people come, people who are part of our ministry. And um, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of this story. And we said, please don't bring anything. When people come to our house for Thanksgiving, I, I'm very clear. I'm saying, we, we just want your presence. Please do not bring anything. And what they don't know is I'm begging, please do not bring anything. <laughs> um, and this one couple showed up with like three different dishes that had to go in the oven of w in which there was no room. And, and my family was a little less than happy that there were additions to the menu. Um, yeah. So, so yes, it's a very, it's it, that we have added to the, the turkey, the mashed potatoes, the sweet potatoes, the stuffing, which is all the, my family tradition. Um, we have added onions to clast, and the, the recipe for that, if anybody wants it, it is fabulous. And the recipe is on my website right now. It just went up. Um, and we have added, um, what else have we? Oh, spinach and artichokes. We do spinach and artichokes as a casserole. Uh, we've added cranberry bread and cornbread, which are the only breads allowed, and honey butter. Um, and some, and my daughter makes the sweet potatoes. And sometimes I think she does a cranberry relish, but we haven't. We, we prefer it from the can, you know. So that's it. And that's our, that, that's, as you can that see. That sounds delicious. What time should I be? <laughs> <laughs> well, this year we're eating very early. And this is, you know, this is something else that's a big uh, bone of contention with a lot of people. I don't know what it's like in the South, but in the North, for whatever reason. And if, if anybody watches um, Kelly and, and Ryan, Kelly Rippa has a big problem with the fact that most Northerners eat Thanksgiving in the middle of the day. She doesn't know why they that this has to be different. But this year we're eating at two because my son, for the first year, we have somebody who works on the oh. holiday. And he works in retail. So he has to be at work on Thanksgiving at four o'clock. So we are, and I've said. See, and I have, I have an issue with that. Like, we'll, we'll get to that. I'm going to write a little note here and we'll yeah. get to that. Okay. But go ahead. No, so that's, that's what time we're eating. And, you know, um, um, another thing that has been, kind of a, an interesting thing in our family is do is is your thanksgiving open to anybody or is it just your family well my thanksgiving is very anticlimactic you go ahead with yours and then we'll talk about mine <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a little um we kind of um when i was when i was in new jersey uh, i started cooking thanksgiving um when, I, when we lived in Hawaii, and that was my big meal, was I always cook Thanksgiving. When we moved back to New Jersey, um, my mother said, sure, you take over Thanksgiving. Um, and then in 1995, I had a baby two days before Thanksgiving, and happily, they did not expect me to cook that year. So my mother said, well, we're going to go out, so nobody has to cook. So for like three years, we went out for Thanksgiving, and my mother loved this. My father loved this. My kids and my husband hated it because this was not Thanksgiving. Uh, so I started cooking again. And, um, but my mother and father didn't come for a couple of years just because they were still in there. They liked to go out. Um, at any rate, so we started having it. Uh, one of my aunts and uncle came and, and just random people. Um, but since we've moved to Florida, we try to open it up to, to a lot of different people. Um, a couple years ago, we ended up 
we were when Clint was still with the church, uh, we were told the night before Thanksgiving that there were two Chinese students uh, on UCF who didn't have any place to go for Thanksgiving. And of course, we said, of course they can come. Well, we didn't realize, bless their hearts, they were very kind young men who were graduate doctorate students, actually, I believe, at UCF. They did not speak a lot of English. And and they had no idea what Thanksgiving was. Like the, if, if nobody had had them, they would not have been offended because they had no right. idea why they were right. at these people's house. And they were lactose intolerant and gluten oh intolerant. And one of them had diabetes. And here I am, <laughs> here's all this food. And oh, they were no. like, what can we eat? You know. So oh, it was no. quite the interesting meal. My family still laughs about that. So yeah, we've, oh. we've had adventures in Thanksgiving guests from, from the very first year that I cooked it. So it's, it's been, it's always been kind of become part of the lore. So why is your Thanksgiving anticlimactic? Well, we had, um, neither, neither one of us, neither my night nor I have family in this area. And when the kids were younger, um, we were kind of on a rotating schedule with them where they would be with their other parents one year, and then they would be, you know, with us one year. And so we've done several different things. Like we've Mm -hmm. had, um, we've had times where we had people, you know, from church that joined us. Uh, We had our friends were in town from the UK one time and they joined us, which was interesting because as soon as they got to our house for Thanksgiving, they asked why we celebrate Thanksgiving. And I had never really thought about that. Like I was like, well, you know, there were the pilgrims and like the the pilgrims ate with the Indians and everybody brought food. And then I had to really sit there and think about why do we celebrate Thanksgiving? Like I just, we celebrate it because my family's always done that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I really had to kind of think about the origins of the holiday and find that I didn't have a huge firm grasp of why I celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, but um, as the kids got older, my, my son's father's family um, due to religious beliefs, Thanksgiving is the only holiday that they celebrate. Oh. And so it became increasingly more important. He has brothers and sisters with that family, and it became increasingly more important that he be part of their Thanksgiving celebration since that was kind of the only time mm-hmm. that that entire extended family got together. So he pretty much goes there every year. Um, and then, you know, our, our other son, since he's gone to, to college, um, he lives in Boston, and he doesn't always come home. So we've kind of been vagabonds um, for the last several years for Thanksgiving. Like we usually will either go to the movies and eat. Um, Japanese restaurants are wonderful on Thanksgiving (laughs) and on Christmas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if the boys are gone, that's kind of our tradition is to go to the movies and and to to Kobe. And and we have, you know, close friends that we've gone to their house too. Sometimes we go to my dad's in in Pensacola. So it's, it's, we don't have any, like it's kind of sad. But, you know, not like in a huge sad kind of way, but we don't have any traditions now. Like I, I, I'm curious sometimes, like as the boys get older and as they have their own families, like what will happen with Thanksgiving? Because we really, um, Thanksgiving has kind of ceased to exist for us. Um, so it's, it's, you know, we're in, have been in this odd kind of in between stage, you know, where we don't really, we don't really have family here and our kids who, who formed like our family, 
um, have either other obligations or are elsewhere right now. Right. So yeah. our Thanksgiving plans for this year are to go to the movies and I'll teach. <laughs> <laughs> so our niece may come over from Tampa and join us because yes. she doesn't have, you know, any family yeah. there. And um, and we've told her, hey, if you want to come and go to the movies with us, <laughs> come and go. So, yeah, we... Um we have the traditional, uh, this year we are only having my, my daughter's um, in-laws, her, have, have never joined us for Thanksgiving. They've come for dessert a few years, but um, they have always gone to my daughter's mother-in-law's father's house, but he uh, sadly passed away this year. So they found themselves without any place to go. So they are joining us this year for Thanksgiving. So, um, you know, and they'll be here and and they are the other grandparents to the soon to be arriving granddaughter so uh, I I will be interested to see if that is a tradition that continues Um, that would be nice yeah yeah that would be a nice tradition so you you mentioned that you guys had sweet (laughs) potatoes like I know our southern menu is a little different than yours Um, we tend to do the cornbread stuffing okay um, and a couple other things different but uh I, I know there's several different ways that people make sweet potato casserole. Sweet potato casserole is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite dishes mm-hmm. on the planet. How do you do? What's your topping for sweet potato casserole? Okay. I don't make it. My daughter, because when I was growing up, my, my aunt made it every year. And it was, it was uh, the way that she made it was it was actually the potatoes stayed whole and they were in a roasting pan, and then there was topping over it. So, I mean, like, you would be given an entire sweet potato on your plate. Now, my oldest daughter makes it for Thanksgiving every year now, and she does it whipped. And because we have different needs and and likes in our family, on one side she does a crumbled, um, I think it's pecans and sweet potatoes. That's my side. And on the other side is the marshmallow which yeah, I do I'm not totally like. I'm totally pecan. Yes. Nope, no marshmallow. I, totally I don't pecan. eat marshmallows. So I am, totally yeah. Pecan. So she does it half and half and everybody's yes. happy. And yeah, yes, so that, that does work out well. But it is whipped. And, and that's interesting because, as I said, the aunt who makes the sweet potatoes and, and does it the whole way, um, her influence probably came more, she, she's on my Virginia grandmother's side, so it probably came from, from Virginia more than anything else. Um, I love the fact that that our Thanksgiving is a, it's a mishmash of of my family's yeah, stuff That's and nice. um, That's the, very nice. the cranberry bread comes from a book from the cranberry Thanksgiving which I read from the time I was a tiny girl and my kids have all read um, and I've never heard of oh you don't know about the cranberry <laughs> books you should no. read the cranberry they're, they're kids <laughs> books and there's a cranberry Thanksgiving I think there's a cranberry Christmas and it's about a girl and living up in the cranberry bogs of Massachusetts. So, um, yeah, very good. I'll Um, add that to my to be read pile before next Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so it's, you know, now, interestingly, my husband is Italian and on the Italian side, you start off with ravioli. Well, you start off with wedding soup and then you have ravioli and I mean, and a salad and it's an entire Italian traditional meal before you get to the turkey, the stuffing, all that. So you start with all that. So for several years, we did uh, start with ravioli first, but my husband finally said to me, I was doing it for his sake, and he finally said to me, honey, this is way too much food. <laughs> and we can't, you know, this is this is just, it's too much. So no. Um, so. When I was married to um, my son's father, 
And I, and I've mentioned that that, you know, that holiday is, is their kind of big extended family celebration. Um, they have a, what was a completely different menu than what I had grown up with. And they do the, they do the turkey, but they do a potato dressing. Oh, there's no stuffing. There's no cornbread dressing. None of that yummy stuff. They do a potato dressing that is like basically like potatoes with, if I remember correctly, like bacon and onions and something else all mixed up in it. And as a girl who doesn't like potatoes and as a girl who was ridiculed almost every single meal in that Irish family for not eating potatoes Mm -hmm. to go to Thanksgiving and not have cornbread dressing or stuffing and have to eat potato dressing was just horrible. But I'd be interested to hear from any of our listeners if they are from one of those family cultures that does potato dressing. I have never, I've heard of a lot of things and I've never heard of that. So that's interesting. That's, that's very interesting. I can try to get, I can try to ask, um, my son's grandmother for the recipe just uh, to I'm, give it to you. So I'm okay. Got, I'm got okay with see. it. Yeah. Yeah. I would but like yeah, to see it. To but... me, it's not Thanksgiving without stuffing or dressing and, and the leftover sandwiches. Uh, like you make a sandwich with the, the turkey and the stuffing and the cranberry sauce. Well, so yes. And, and that brings up the whole second part about, um, about the food of Thanksgiving for our family too. Um, we do a, a black Friday tradition of we watch, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, and we eat leftovers. And for me, that's my favorite meal because by the time I eat on Thanksgiving, I don't eat any turkey. I have been, that turkey and I have been right. intimately acquainted right. for a long time and I have no desire to eat it. Um, but this year I had something cool happen. Um, last week, I go in once a week to uh, volunteer at my oldest, the school where my oldest daughter and my son-in-law teach. And my oldest daughter is pregnant and, and food is everything right now. And she said, you, Mommy, you have to come. They're doing the Thanksgiving at the school cafeteria. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, food and school cafeteria and Thanksgiving, those things do not mix. But right. she was <laughs> insistent, so I went. I had the best turkey I have ever had in my life. Really? This, this, the, the, their um, chef at the school cafeteria used to have his own restaurant in New York City. It was a five-star, and he's come down now to cook at this school. It was the most amazing Thanksgiving meal, not on Thanksgiving, I have ever had. It was incredible. Um, so I was really happy that I actually got to enjoy the turkey, which I won't eat on Thanksgiving. So I'm like, hey, I've had my turkey. It's, it's a good thing. We had the doorbell ring yesterday, and um, my my dad and Bev had sent us a ham. So we have a like a a spiral sliced honey glazed ham Mm. that I'm so excited about. Um, So I think we'll we'll be having that instead of turkey, but I think we'll have it probably before Thanksgiving since we already have it. Yeah. But um, I think one of the things um that we touched on, you said, you know, with your son working in retail and I've never been a Black Friday shopper. I've never been shopping on Black Friday. I have a friend who goes almost like it's a religion and she gets up at like three o'clock in the morning and she's got her list mapped out. And, um, when her son was still living at home, she, you know, they used to go and tag team, like which sides of the store they were going to go get in line on. And, um, she talked me into going one year and I told her, I said, you're going to have to call me because when my alarm goes off at three o'clock, I know that I will just shut it off and go right back to sleep without a second thought. And you'll be sitting in my driveway. Um, and so she called me and I immediately was like, no, there's no way I'm going. Good night and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never been, but I think it's, I really think it's sad 
that we have backed our shopping up to the point yeah. that it encroaches on Thanksgiving. I think Thanksgiving, one of the most magical things about Thanksgiving to me, even though I am not with my family to celebrate it, is the fact that it is a time of fellowship with family. Mm -hmm. It is a time to be thankful for family, even though they drive us nuts. <laughs> and it is, it is a time to kind of set aside that time. And the fact that we've allowed, I, I think greed, I think kind I of think like- so. Consumerism. The, the, yeah, the yeah. fact that we've allowed that to encroach, you know, backwards and backwards and backwards where it wasn't just enough that it was three o'clock in the morning or four o'clock in the morning on Friday. It wasn't just enough that it was midnight the night before. We now are opening the stores on Thanksgiving Day and people are having to leave their families in order to go work in those stores right. to serve that consumerism. And so for me personally, um, you know, I don't work in retail and maybe people that work in retail are, are thankful for the extra work. I don't know. But for me personally, I just, I'm kind of, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. So I try not to support it. I don't shop on Thanksgiving. I don't do my online shopping on Thanksgiving. I don't, I don't give in to the deals because I feel like it's, even though we're maybe paying less money for it, we're paying a higher price for it. I, um, I have, I have two parts to respond to that. The first being that on, this should cheer you though, David um, was saying that because they're only open only, they're open from um, five until midnight on Thanksgiving. And that is actually a back off. So that is, I mean, I, I know it's still Thanksgiving, but they have backed off slightly. Um, and what he said is that uh, at their last conference call, that um, it's becoming, uh, retailers are beginning to back off of that. And they're actually beginning to back off Black Friday altogether. Um, this, and I'm talking about in-person, online, mall, say mall or, or whatever, um, there are several businesses that have taken stands that have said, we are not going to be open on Thanksgiving, or we Good. are not going to make a big deal about Black Friday. Uh, REI, apparently, uh, the outdoor sports store has said, we don't want you in our stores on Black Friday. We want you out enjoying life. We want you, you know, go, go out and have an adventure. So I applaud that. I really do, because I agree with you. Um, now, having said that, I, Black Friday did not really become a thing in our area. I don't know about the rest of the country, but until about um, uh, right around 1999, 2000. And I remember that specifically because uh, my sister and I used to go out, not because we were going to be in the crowds, you know, beating people down or, or being trampled, but just because it was a fun thing that we did together. Right. And, and at that right. point, the stores were opening at seven and it was a big deal. So we would get up and, and go and my parents would go and then we'd end up meeting for breakfast. So again, it took on a family, a, social a family event. thing. Yes. And it was the only time of year that it was my original, my, my, my family of origin. It was just my mom and dad and my sister and me. We didn't, we never brought kids with us. Um, and it was just something that really, really was very special. And I looked forward to it for that. And because we would laugh, we would say like, did you see the line at blah, 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 or whatever. Right, um, right. I also think that because our family, and I'm talking about my individual family right now, has moved away from um, gifts and, and, and kind of, you know, having that one gift that you had to buy. And my kids were never the, if I don't have this gift, Christmas is ruined for me. There was never that pressure to, you know, to get the Cabbage Patch doll or to get the, I don't know, what else are the big toys? Tickle Me Elmo. That was when Katie was little. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's just never been a big thing. It was always more about the, isn't this a fun and kitschy kind of thing to do? Um, 
the biggest thing I would usually buy on Black Friday was wrapping paper. <laughs> That's oh, for, the, for the upcoming season. Yeah, it was just, you know, um, and again, it was just kind of like, okay, this is on sale. If I can get it, great. If not, you know, there would be years that we would buy stuff and then we'd look at the line and be like, you've got to be out of your mind. We're not doing that. So um, it was, it was just kind of, okay. My dad was a big stickler for nothing Christmas started until after dinner on Thanksgiving, no Christmas carols, no Christmas movies, no Christmas clothes, no, you know, there was no element of the season until Thanksgiving dinner was over. That's when you played the first Christmas carol of the year. So Black Friday was kind of our kickoff into that. And, um, you know, I haven't gone out in many a year, but. Uh, um. Well, and that was something that growing up um, at my mother's house, we always put up the Christmas tree Thanksgiving weekend. So like mm-hmm. once Thanksgiving was done, then, you know, we put out the, the Christmas tree and Christmas decorations. And that was something I tried to start. But again, every other year we didn't have the kids yeah. Thanksgiving weekend. And so then it became a, you know kind of working around that schedule and now the Christmas tree gets up whenever I can get it up and it comes back down whenever I can get it back down there's not really a a set thing there but um I don't know I think that um I I know we're we're getting close on time and we'll we'll wrap up to honor people's time but I I think you know I I we mentioned the food and we've talked a lot about food I think Mm -hmm. we've spent pretty much the whole (laughs) podcast talking about food but I think that um the other thing that I love most about this season or this holiday is the emphasis on thankfulness. Yes. And we talked about um, in our, in our podcast last week about self care, you know, Mm -hmm. how much, how much it can do for you to do a gratitude journal and to kind of make yourself purposely focus on things that you are grateful for things that you are thankful for, no matter how big or small. And I think that is one thing that I like about the season is I think we see all around us kind of people more focused on thankfulness I know people tend to on Facebook they do the you know for each day of, of November they do what they're thankful for um, I think you tend to see people being a little more vocal about what they're thankful for or what they're grateful for and I like that mm-hmm. about the holiday I like that there's more of a focus on you know what we have that's good and what we have that's grateful so um, that we're grateful for yeah. so I would for to wrap us up here what give us three things that you are very thankful for this season oh (laughs) okay well i'm very grateful i'm very grateful um for for my current situation i'm grateful that i have and and that's kind of an unpacked one i have i'm i'm grateful that i am blessed to be able to do what i do i love writing i love the business I, i i can't imagine liking anything else the way I do that. So I'm very grateful that I'm given the opportunity to do that. I'm, um, and that my husband is in a ministry that, that is feeding him spiritually and emotionally and, and feeding other people. So that's one thing right there. Very grateful for my current situation. Um, I'm grateful for my family, for my, um, my kids. Uh, for me, the, the greatest gift that I have is when my kids are all together and listening to them last night, uh, as we sang happy birthday to Haley, Katie Skyped in and just listening to my kids back and forth and knowing that, that Kate's going to be home tomorrow night. And I'm going to have this week of, of togetherness with my kids. That is, is that, that's the greatest thing. I love that. That is my favorite thing in life. And, um, and I'm, and I'm going to separate it out and say, and I'm very grateful that I'm going to be a grandmother. And I'm so Yay. excited about um, 
generations growing and not just from yeah. the the idea that most people are like oh you know i'm so glad i'm going to be a grandmother whatever maybe i'm sure everybody has different reasons but for me because i lost my parents um 10 and 11 years ago no 11 and 12 years ago um and and i have so there's been a hole in my soul since not only because of the loss of my parents but because of the loss of the extended family that came with them one thing that a lot of people don't realize is that when you lose your parents a lot of times you lose that connection with um with the extended family because aunts uncles yeah, cousins parents yeah. parents are the ones who say okay we're all going to even when you grow up at least this has been my experience you know so we lost being invited to things. We lost contact with things. We lost information. And, and not through any fault of our own, we tried to maintain that. But because we didn't have that next generation to kind of filter it down. Um, so I am really excited that we are going to be three generations again, because I feel like for a decade, that's been an imbalance in my life. And I'm okay with being the oldest one. You know, I'm, I'm okay with that, but I'm just, as I'm preparing for the shower and everything, it's just been a very exciting thing for me to think, you know, I mean, I can't wait to get that baby in my, cool. in my hands. So, <laughs> and, cool. and start to, you know, <laughs> train her as she should go. <laughs> Tell her the right ways. To That's do right. No, of course. Oh, she, I think she'll be indoctrinated. So anyway, <laughs> what about you? Tell me your three things. Um, I am very thankful that um, both of the boys will be home Thanksgiving weekend Yay. and we have some time to spend with them. We're going to actually get together the day after Thanksgiving cool. and celebrate um, kind of our family holiday time and also celebrate my birthday yes. since um, I will be gone that next week. I am very grateful, like you, for the career that I have. I feel this is the the what I have wanted to do my whole life. So to be able to do that and achieve that is wonderful. And I'm so grateful for the readers that have come into my life, the authors that have come into my life, the um, just the circle of people that I've met has been an amazing, amazing community. The romance community is, is just s such an amazing thing to be a part of. And I'm very grateful for that experience. Um, and I would have to say that I'm, I am, I am grateful to be, getting older and having um, a little bit of like reflection on, on where life has brought me to this point and looking ahead to where mm -hmm. life is going to take me or where I hope it will take me. So those are, those are three things. Yes. So. Those are three and I'm thankful that I don't have to cook on Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> and I'm thankful that I, I added a fourth. <laughs> and I, I'm thankful that I can cook on Thanksgiving this year because well, I do go. love it. Yes. Yes. See, you love cooking and I loathe cooking. Yes. I loathe cooking. Uh, so the fact that I don't have to cook, um, I'm pretty excited about that. My, but. my kids love the fact that, um, and this was one of the things that they did not like during the years that we did go out is that, um, they like waking up to the smell of of the turkey and the the stuffing already being made and they my oh yeah my, i like waking yes. up to that too get up and do it you're welcome so. to come camp out on my couch and wake up and you know there you go yeah i would love if i could wake up at my house and smell that that would be awesome but yeah so well we uh we would love to hear what you're thankful for yes and, and your traditions uh, tell us yes tell us we would some love to hear your traditions. traditions we would love to hear how yours different from ours we would love to hear what food you eat since obviously <laughs> that's very important to us. Very important. And um, and we're thankful for you. We're, we're thankful very for thankful all of you, for you who are listening. Yes. And please reach out to us at anopendialogue1 at gmail.com or you can reach us on our social media. Mm -hmm. um, 
Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're everywhere. Absolutely. So, um, thanks for being here. That's right. And have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.